Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland cattle, horses, and white-tailed deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. Today I'm joined with Carolyn Smith and Kathy Ritter from Carving Creek Farm in Weatherford, Texas. Hi, ladies. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. I love your matching shirts. They're perfect. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We, we were afraid people wouldn't recognize us if we didn't wear them. So. And you said, you said you almost wore your hat as well, right? Yes, almost wore a hat because uh, the weather is not very conducive right now. So for good hair. So. You're neither. <laughs> well, why don't you start by telling me a little bit about yourself and your breeding program? Well, it works. We're sisters, um, and we got into uh, Longhorns in 2014. Uh, we were looking at all different types of cattle, and uh, we settled on the Longhorns. And she's she's an engineer and a computer engineer, and I'm a, I'm a teacher, retired now, but uh, we did not grow up with a farm background. So no. we were looking for something that was uh, easy to keep. <laughs> yeah, our, our parents grew up in a small country town, and we, we grew up visiting grandparents every two weeks, you know, and, and the thing to do was to go for a drive in the country, uh, you know, at lunchtime and, and look at the farms and the fields. and But, yeah, we it was cats and dogs that were, you know, <laughs> goldfish, gerbils. It was that sort of stuff. Not <laughs> cows. Yeah. Or horses, either one. So, yeah. Well, that's very cool. And are, you said you're both retired or just one of you? Just me. Just her. Okay. I've, I've still got a few more years. I'm, I'm the younger, the, the baby. So, yeah, <laughs> I got a few more years. And uh, the more cattle we buy, I think I'll be working longer. So. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you come up with your ranch name? Um. The, we bought this property in uh, 2015, 20 yeah. or 2013. It was right before. Yeah. And uh, the property has a, a creek that runs through it. And when we were trying to figure out what we were going to call ourselves, you know, we were looking at, you know, windmill and country things. And there was this creek. Well, then started going, well, what, what, what do creeks do? Well, they carve. And our maiden name is Carver. So we decided to go with Carving Creek. And since we have so many different, we, we have llamas, or we had llamas, and uh, you know, horses, and, and then cows, we decided to put farm on the end instead of ranch. That's great. That's one of the, that's one of the best uh, stories I've heard about a ranch name in a while. That's very, <laughs> very clever. I like it. We love naming things. Yep. <laughs> How does that work when it comes to naming the cows? Do you take turns or do you have a whole list that you choose from or what do you do there? Well, we, we bounce it off of each other. Um, she comes up with maybe a theme and I start throwing things out and then bounce it back up to her again. And we'll text back and forth for hours on trying to name something. <laughs> yes. I mean, and it could be, you know, it could be based on, you know something that's going on because like mm -hmm. one of them is heat wave well we were in the middle of a heat wave and uh ice cube was in an ice storm ice storm uh mystical uh one of them oh sahara yeah mystical moo moo uh i went to vegas and i there was all these slot machines and i was writing down names of slot machines that had these good names and just would just save them on my phone <laughs> and sometimes it comes in handy Mm -hmm. Right. So do you have to see the baby to know what you're going to name it? Or do you just have a list and the next five born, you're going to go down in this order? No, we have, we have to, to see it. See it. And, and sometimes we come up with the barn name before the, the real the, name, the registered name. Mm -hmm. 
they, they all have their own personality. And sometimes that comes into play as far as what they're going to be named and color and color. Cause we have one named Charmin and, and she that was during the pandemic, pandemic when you couldn't get toilet, toilet paper, paper <laughs> and she's white. So that's her barn name is Charmin. Nice. That makes them a little bit easier to remember. I feel like when you can tie it to a, you know, a, something that happened or, you know, an event like that. That's neat. Yes. Yes. So for those who are listening and not necessarily watching us on video, um, this is always tricky for folks, but can you try to describe your brand to me? Um, it is two, two interlocking C's. They're, so they're opposing. Opposing each other, one above and one kind of fitting into the other one, the opposite direction. And that, that really is because of our names. Uh, we were both named with the letter C at the beginning of our name and with Carving Creek starting off with two C's, we were like, oh, there's our name. Yeah, that was actually one of the easier things yes. that we came up with was yep. the brand. So which came first, the brand or the ranch name? The ranch name. Ranch name. Okay. So a good coincidence then that you're both named C names and the ranch name was double C, right? <laughs> Yes. Right. Yes. So it's, I don't want to say it's uncommon, but it's less common for two females to, you know, have a breeding program, have a ranch. Um, is it just the two of you? Do you have other family that helps or a supporting cast for sure? Yes. <laughs> and all, um, uh, my husband helps us feed every night, you know, that he's not, at the church and he's shown for us and yeah and he's he's shown um her son helps her feed you know because she feeds in the mornings because i'm at work uh, and mm -hmm. then uh sister-in-law she she helps she'll she'll stay here when uh, one of us is gone to help the other and she she goes to shows with us and helps us show animal you know get the animals ready for the kids to show and, and she's shown and she, well. and she, 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 yeah, she's shown for us as well. And, and also, yes, we, it, it takes a, a village. Yes. To do this. <laughs> That's awesome. Does, what are your, if you had to pick each of your favorite roles to play within, you know, the farm, what would they be? Favorite roles. I, I like feeding the kids in the barn. <laughs> Um, Inter know. interacting with the little, little interacting with the calves, um, or show animals, the show animals getting, I, I really like prepping them at the shows, getting them ready for the kids to, to go show for us. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like getting them cleaned and brushed and prepped and I hate the bathing part. <laughs> cute. I don't like the bathing part. <laughs> Don't like getting soaked. Exactly. You have some that are a little messy, huh? Oh, yes. So who's in charge of the halter breaking? Oh, we leave that to our mentor and good friend, friend Raylan Stevens, uh, out of Chalk Mountain, Texas. Yeah, she's she. we bought our first halter, uh, halter broke heifer from her. And uh, we learned that there was this group of women that were our age that were showing, you know, going to the shows and, and training. And, and it was it was like, cool, uh, you know, it, and it, so we just take her our calves every time and then bring them home and we continue that. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. So you talked a little bit about when you were younger, kind of driving around with your grandparents. Um, but what what made you finally, when you when you got the farm, what made you finally settle on Longhorn? I guess you found out the info on the Longhorns. I mean, it's you know Texas icon. So, mm -hmm. uh, but we had been looking at jerseys because they were cute and Herefords, and and it helped. It helped a great deal that our neighbors raised longhorns. So when we bought the property, the people next door had longhorns, but we had been looking and looking and 
I was worried that, you know, uh, Hereford might, um, that being, being city kids, we might not feed them enough or, uh, <laughs> or having to pull babies. Yeah. Having to pull babies. No, don't want to have and, to pull babies. And we, we learned about longhorns and, you know, how self-sufficient they are and you don't pull babies and, and they're healthy, they're healthy. And then we started talking to a breeder down South and that was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so did you always know that you wanted to show like no matter what breed you were going to get, were you planning to no, show? Not, no, we, so that we just didn't no, well? no, mm -mm. no, uh -uh. no, it was, it was just, we were getting some longhorns. That's how it just, it started. And yeah, if, if we hadn't fallen in love and, and wanted that one that led us to Raylan, we would have probably never gotten involved. In exactly. Showing. We didn't, we or, didn't know anything about that part of the Longhorn mm -hmm. world until, mm -hmm. until I bought Edie. Yeah. So. So tell us, tell me a little bit more about that, about that journey. Once, once you got started, you know, who did you buy more from? Um, how did you find them? Why did you buy the ones that you did? Our, well, our first ones, First two. First two we bought from David Hillis, right? From, yeah, Double Helix Ranch. Way down south. Um, when we were pulling the trailer down the road to get to his place, we were having to go through all these cattle guards because you had to go across other people's property. And I was hearing banjos play <laughs> in my We were head. wondering what we had gotten ourselves into. <laughs> And yeah, because we, I, I mean, when we loaded those two, I was like, oh no, what do we do now? I know I, that, that was the, what do we feed them? Oh my gosh. What, what have we done? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, we brought them home and it, it's, it's amazing that they are such good mamas. Uh -huh. and, and But I have been searching on websites, looking for the perfect pair of longhorns to start with. And they had the color um, the breeding and, and all. And we were like, oh, we, brindle. I just love those too. And they were brindle. They were going to have lots of color and the prices were right. And it was just like, oh. and yes. um, it was not long after getting those two that we started looking for a we, bull. Yeah. We, we were like, oh, we got two, two females. We have to have a bull. Yeah, and that that led us to Vincent uh, Guillermo uh, White Rock Ranch, which it no longer exists. But, but he 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 really, really helped us. He really helped us. Uh, we we spotted a bull calf. Um, I guess out in the pasture. Yeah, and and he just <laughs> we were in we were in love from the first time we saw him, and we learned about his breeding, and we were. We wanted to get in a, a drag iron. We were looking at drag iron because drag iron was big back then. And I mean, it still is, but drag iron was the thing. But we we didn't want to put that amount of money into a bull because we, you know, we we're like, we don't know anything about bulls and we can't spend that type of money. So we started looking for other others that were out there, ran across this bull calf out of vanism. And Vincent was so... Um, he was so sold on his, his bull and, and it was a partnership bull and he was just so into it. And he just really convinced us. And while we were waiting for our little bull to grow up, um, we went down to a, uh, a sale actually. And, um, he, Vanism was there. And so we got to meet, um, Joe, Joe Dowling and, um, Vincent showed him off. We actually got to see Vanism. Yeah, we actually got to to kind of touch him and uh -huh. and all. And he was such a gentle bull. And and we were like, oh my gosh, we've picked the right little bull calf. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just always <laughs> been awesome. And then and then we brought the bull calf home, and he was depressed. Oh. And all we're like, we called Vincent up. Oh my God, our little bull calf, he's gonna die. He's so depressed and all. And we ran back, we drove back and he had some heifers for sale and he allowed us to pick out a heifer that he had gotten for his herd. 
to yep. to bring home for for Vandal, and that's how we got our fourth animal. Our fourth one. Yeah. Oh my! It was beginning to be like potato chips. You can't have just one. <laughs> yeah, and then all different <laughs> colors, and that led us to silver, and because she was eating. she was Grula, and yeah. It, and so then, did the animals? Yes, and, and she actually we got to we we visited her at the show ring. I mean, we uh -huh. actually got to see a little bit of a show, and we got to see. Silver at her show, and then we got to see Edie. Edie at her show. So we started kind of seeing some shows, but yeah, it's you meet the people at the shows, and you just want to be involved because mm -hmm. everybody's so nice. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, did the were the animals that you got from Vincent? Did they happen to be black and white? No. Okay. Um, no, our little bull calf uh, out of vanism. He is brown and white. He looked like a little Hereford. Yeah, he Herford did. Linebacker. He did look like a little Hereford lineback baby out there. He was so cute. Um, and now the the female, the Pearl. pepper we got was black and white. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> so for our, our listeners that maybe don't know about White Rock, um, back when Vincent had the ranch, he truly tried to breed like the the, the best black and white. Longhorn there yes. was. So that's why I asked yeah. that question. The blue, the blue herd. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Vandal has a, a black and white uh, blue roan mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were hoping to get some more of those, which we have. Yes. We got <laughs> he's thrown some. So he's, he's thrown all different colors. Yeah. He's, he's a wild type. So you never know what you're going to get, which is nice. <laughs> yes. So talk to me a little bit about your breeding goals. What what does your farm look like if we look at the next year? Uh, color. Yeah, we're trying to, to add more color. We currently on our main herd, we have uh, a son out of Vandal that is, he's from a black line um, and his calves are just hitting the ground and we're, we're real pleased with what we're getting. Um, yeah, and that's Jack of Diamonds, yes. And then we have a bull that we showed the last couple of years, uh, clearly vandalized, uh, that we call Junior. That we've just put on a few heifers, but he he was winning quite a bit for us. And he was winning for us. He's got the wow, he's very, very laid back, just like. Jack is out, out in the pasture right now. And just like their daddy, very laid back, very, you know, not, not phased by much. And, um, juniors, just, junior has a lot of color in the brindle and we've got big hopes for him. Yes. So. What so if yeah. you look out towards the next five years, how do those goals change? Uh, hope to survive. Sur yeah, survival right now of the, uh, with the economic times. <laughs> economic times with the cost of feed since we're, we've got uh, several show animals um, and the hay shortage and all. So, yeah, it's survival. <laughs> survival and and, you know, what, what's Junior going to produce for us? Right. I mean, what's what's that going to be like when his his babies start hitting the ground? So that that'll be fun times. Well, let's switch to a little little lighter topic. I didn't mean to bring bring down with the <laughs> <laughs> okay. economy or the next five years. Yeah. <laughs> um. So being in the show arena, I know that you all. I know you're going to kill this question. So I want to hear your funniest Longhorn story to date. And if you each want to tell one, I'm totally good with that. <laughs> in the show ring. Any oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, I, I got one. And you, you can, Go ahead. Um, it would be my sister-in-law showing for the first time. Uh, she was showing Prada. Wasn't she? Uh -huh. She was showing Prada. And um, pretty little heifer. <laughs> yeah, little uh, dun heifer. And um, she she knew Carrie was, was green. And let's just say Carrie's shirt was <laughs> totally unbuttoned all the way down by the time she left the arena. 
I she she did. learned she learned that snaps in the show ring on a shirt don't <laughs> yes yeah yeah you you yeah yeah she was just <laughs> and also that was <laughs> that was funny and all but she survived and all she did a good job but yeah Prada yeah. was was taking advantage. Well, it yeah, sounds my, like maybe Prada's next cast needs to be named a decent exposure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Mine was showing um, <laughs> showing Edie, our first show cow, and uh, walked in the ring, and she'd already been uh, giving us trouble before ever getting in. She was in heat. Yes. She was, she was very into any bull in sight. And we got into the show ring and I think I made it about halfway across <laughs> the show ring floor and um, the sand was very deep and Edie knew that yeah, this is and we're walking, walking along and all of a sudden she bumped me really hard and my feet went cross and then she hit me again. Just, she knew just when to hit, she hit me again. <laughs> I went flying in the dirt and she took off at a run in the oh, other wow. direction. And yeah. what was funny was the ring steward was one who had helped with halter breaking her. <laughs> so she ran over to the ring steward and just looked at her like, hi, I know you I'm here. And so she just turned around and just held her, <laughs> held her halter and just waited for me to walk over and gave her back. And then she was fine, but she she knew. Yeah. She just wanted to go visit her quick, right? Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. yes. She's, she's very strong-willed <laughs> to this day. Yes. So, so I'm sure, along with all of the humor, there's some great lessons and stories that you have as well. What would your advice be to new breeders who are looking to? kind of get into the show circuit or even just get into the breed with the purpose of being involved in the show circuit? Go attend shows before buying. Yeah. Go, go see a show, go stand around, talk to people, uh -huh. talk, talk to the kids. Oh, talk to the kids for sure. The kids know a lot mm -hmm. and all. Um, don't, and, yeah. I was going to say, don't, um, just don't get caught up in the potato chips and the color and, and don't, don't buy them too fast. Yeah. At all. Um, yeah. Do some research. If you're wanting to show, do some research with going to the show, see what's being shown and all and talk to the kids. The kids can tell you a lot. Their parents can tell you a lot. Um, and there's different body styles, horn styles at the show. And you've got to realize, yeah, the show is part of it, but that's also what you're going to look at in the past. Year. Yeah, there's an after the show world. So what you're showing needs to be something that you want to see later, yeah. not something you just buy for the show and then go, oh, don't don't chase the ribbon. Yeah, because you need to you need to enjoy what you've got in the pasture, not just, and it's not, sometimes it's not all about the winning. It's yes. just participating because it, the show people are just awesome. We love going to the shows. We love talking to the people that we've made friends with at different ranches and farms and the kids, the kids yeah. as they grow up. And we know, we know a lot of them. And so they're just an awesome little bunch. And we see them outside the show, you know, at the store and we, you know, hey, everybody, you? everybody helps each other. Yeah. Everybody helps each other. And, and, and so, I mean, we had a new, a new breeder that came in um, to the last show and he, he was asking us questions and he didn't know what to do next and, and all of that. And we were helping him and, and telling him what he needed to do. And he was, he was very appreciative of the help and we pointed him to some kids to help and mm -hmm. and he did really good I mean he was showing his his own cattle so right it's it fun it's a fun place yes 
So if one of those new breeders came to you and kind of asked you, what would your ideal longhorn be? If you want it both for show and pasture, um, does, does a specific animal come to mind that you could list off or is it more traits that you would suggest to those breeders? Oh, traits. Yes, traits. Um, yeah, because you you gotta have a. Because I want I want a well-rounded longhorn. I want one that has what they're looking for in the show ring as far as confirmation, but is also going to have horns that go with that. Um, that I'll be happy with out in the pasture. And there's you know some that are going to have twisty horns, some that are going to have your, your straight horns and talking to them about, you know, what's your goal to look at? What, what do you want to look at out in the pasture? Cause you've got this little heifer in front of you. They're, they're perfect, but okay. They're going to grow up. They're going to grow up. So what do you want to, what do you want to see down the line? So it's, it's like, don't just buy it because, Ooh, they've got a great body what's what else is going to happen later down the line it's like yeah what's what's the udder look like what the horns look like and um and i also try to direct them to some of the training on on the um on uh the judges trainings and things that like that that go on in the breed and try to direct them to you know kind of pay attention to that and listen to the judge um and and I try to tell them every judge is different. So don't, don't bank it all on one. <laughs> right. Right. So who is a favorite in your own pasture that you feel is about as close as you can get to encapsulating that total package animal you just described? Sophie. Sophie. Sophie in the back. Nora. Sock clear. Yeah. Sock clear. Uh, Nora is. is uh, JP Grand Marshal. Oh, that's her real name. Um, um, refuge. Gosh. <laughs> refuge. Uh, oh, uh, E L. Um, refuge. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you got too remember. many oh, and you can't no. remember. It's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll let you reference your website really quick so you can get the right name. <laughs> yeah. Go to the E's all the way, all the way to the bottom. It's easy when most are start with. Go on. There. <laughs> E.L. Marshall's Refuge. So J.P. Grand Marshall and J.H. Peacemaker's Refuge. For her. Yes. Those so if those. someone would, would go look at her on your website, what would be the traits that stand out about her? Nora, she's got awesome twisty horns. She's deep bodied, um, small feminine head, uh, good udder, very clean. Very clean. Um, yeah, all those things that you, you want in a, in a cow. Um, and then Sophie, sock, sock clear, she... She's out of Clearwind? Yes. Uh, she's Clearwind. Um, another, she's big bodied, uh, gorgeous color, uh, big udder. Big horn bases, twist, yes. twist. Yeah, I got the Texas twist going on. Um, Great mom. Mm -hmm. So both of them. Yeah. It's just like the feminine head, deep bodied cows. Mm -hmm. that have pretty horns and color and <laughs> not that I'm not against, you know, a red roan or, I mean, red roans and blue roans. Some of those get the biggest horns. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, but those are our two. Well, Oh, Molly. And Molly, Molly, Molly. We got a straight Butler. Uh, she's ACC Monarch as, yeah, she's she's one of our oldest cows. Um, she just has she has your old school horns, gray um, waxen horns. Yeah, uh, it goes. She's a monarch daughter. Um, it just 
Yeah, she's a wild cow for sure. Yes, solid white. Yeah, solid, solid white. But the gray horns, the gray nose, the gray hooves. She's just, she's, she's just gorgeous. Just a wild cow. So. Yeah. I feel like I can relate to wild cow Molly. It must be something <laughs> Molly's have in common, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So what if I asked each of you, and you can only pick one, what if I asked you to list your all-time favorite longhorn female, dead, alive, young, old, what would they, what would it be? Oh, it's the same one. <laughs> Isadora. Yeah. She she is a a wow cow was uh, was a wild cow a uh, butler full butler corkscrew corkscrew horns awesome color wonderful body I mean just we, a wow cow we missed out on getting her at an auction and we have we've hated it ever since we were we were too new. She was coming off, uh, I think it was Hurricane Harvey had just happened down in um, Houston, and she it, she lost her calf, right? She lost her calf. Yeah, she, it had drowned. or, or Well, it, yeah. it, they had huddled up, and it gotten stepped on. In the huddle. And, and she was just skin and bones. She was... She was underweight with the with the hurricane, not being able to be fed, and yeah. was caught up for the sale. She's beautiful, yeah. and we we were un- inexperienced, and we're like, oh, I don't. We know. were afraid we'd get her, and she would die on us because we didn't we didn't know what we were doing. We were like, oh, we're gonna have to take her straight to Ray Lynn's because, you know, she we if we know. take her home, she's just gonna die on us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but, that's when we've kicked ourselves yeah and a friend of ours bought her yes and he took her home and oh man once once she got some middles oh my gosh and every time we saw him we're like how's she doing how's she doing he's like oh she's great we're like oh (laughs) he shows a picture we're like oh man one one, one day we're gonna own a daughter first so uh yeah i mean or uh you know um Granddaughter, a, a granddaughter maybe. or a uh, something out of her lineage. Yeah. Someday. So we love, we just loved her. Yes. Um, bull. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I, I really like JP grand Marshall, but then got a soft spot for banism. I know. And all really, really, Every time we see Vanism come up in a in a line, we're we're interested, uh, even though that's related to ours. Yeah, uh, he was just the whole package. Yeah, he was a pa- whole package bull and great disposition, and all of his all of his daughters have looked pretty good. And all of JP Grant Marshalls look yes. good. They did a good job. Yes. So <laughs> I think that that's our. I think we have to go with two. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. I, it's, it's really hard, but yeah. I think those are, those are both great answers. Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now back to the podcast. So is there anyone in the industry that you would like to give a special thank you to for helping you get to where you're at today? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Lots of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Hill is not laughing at us when we came and got the first two. Um, uh-huh. Vincent for, I think, every Saturday after we saw Vandal, we were at his place and he would just let us stare. And talk to and, us. And, and tell us about different lines that he knew about, you know, in his, his blue roan herd. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then uh, Ray, Lynn. Ray Lynn, I shoot, we, we probably would have gotten out by now if it hadn't been for her. Uh, yeah. she, Ray Lynn Stevens has really, her and Stan have, have helped us a lot along yeah. the way. S lazy R ranch. White Rock, Texas, or SLR. no, Chalk Mountain, Texas. Chalk Mountain. Yeah. Um, 
we we spend many hours just talking and and on the phone we're talking um through good times and bad times she just she's been there yeah and uh then our neighbors um, oh ben and phyllis terman bpt longhorns uh-huh. they the the knowledge that they've shared and and you know if we were like help they're they're, they're over here um we watch you know out for them they they watch out for us and yeah it uh it's helped that, it's helped that, a lot that, that we moved to where we did we've got good neighbors yes um, um no i think that's <laughs> yeah i yeah i can't there's so many there's so many other people um because oh uh, in the our, show world there's been people that have yeah that i mean kids that we could probably go if you know if we hadn't run into them to show our animals we you know they taught us a bunch yeah the arboros the elliots yes. um, um kendall kendall uh blaine Oh, Blaine Moore and yeah. her mom. Yes. I mean, there's there's so many other kids. Oh, I know we're gonna get in trouble. Russ Thompson and, and, and Alicia. Alicia. Yes. I, yeah. I, we'll get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get in trouble because we're we're gonna leave somebody out. But, I mean, the kids. I mean, they taught us so much. Yes. And all, and they're they're just shoot. They're the kids are just tough. Yes. Yeah. Help us old ladies out. Oh yeah, all, all the NASA kids—they—they're uh-huh. always willing to come help somebody who's got a got a heifer running down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, being another female in the industry, I know that sometimes it can be difficult, right? Uh, to to yes. kind of stand your own and and prove that you're knowledgeable and and all of that. But if you had to kind of come up with one piece of advice for fellow females who are looking to really, you know, have their own breeding programs or take hold and, you know, really go forward with something in Longhorns, whether it be showing or business or anything, what would your, what would your advice be to them? You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a male, female thing. It's, Mm -mm. If you if you if you love them and you have that drive, you can you can do it too. And don't let don't let anybody tell you you can't. Exactly. And there are plenty there are plenty of helpful people out there that will help you along the way. Um, there are great vets that will treat you treat you just like they would any other rancher out there, and not talk down to you. Not talk down to you. Um, the sh- people at the show are always willing to help. Um, I mean, we've, we've run into so many really great people that they're like, wow, y'all do it by yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, they're like, oh my gosh, and they, they're little, willing to help. Maybe a little harder to clean out, you know, 50 feed sacks out of the back of the truck. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but we can we can get it done. We can we can move cattle through the pins. We can get them into the chute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Do you we can drive. Do you find yourself surrounding yourself with other strong females? I know you've talked about a lot about Raylin and the role that she plays with your program. But do you kind of gravitate towards those other female-led services or breeders? I think. I mean, there's, we see, I mean, we see a lot of, you know, women that have brought the kids to the show because the guys are, you know, doing work in or, or uh, they're not, you know, I don't want to go do that with the kids. So they, you know, they send the wife off, but, uh-huh. you know, they're, they're handling it all. Um, it's, uh, oh, uh, we're, I mean, we've been comfortable just with everybody. I, I mean, I don't think I, we're not, we're not out there going, Oh, is this, there's a guy over here. We want to get a, I mean, we're not, sex doesn't matter. I, you know, we're anybody that's friendly to us. will be friendly back and, and we'll, <laughs> yeah. you know, we'll help if you'll, you know, we'll help you. You help us. It's just, 
yeah. just a big family. Yeah. The Longhorn show people are just awesome. I mean, uh, anytime at the show you need help loading, unloading, uh, getting somebody clean that's being uncooperative, there's, there's yeah. usually somebody around that's willing to help uh-huh. and jump in, a volunteer to jump in and yeah. help. You don't, yeah, you don't usually have to really ask. Uh-uh. People are always looking out. For, you know, we've been unexpectedly surprised by by kids just jumping in to help. I mean, just we're we're wrangling one, and all of a sudden, I've got a kid helping me, and they're like, "Hold on, let me do it." And they're like, "Whoa!" And it's done, and I'm yeah. like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so yeah, um, or got a flat. You know, your your muck cart has a flat, and you know. Here, I've got a, a air compressor out of my truck. Here, let's go. Let's go. I know. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah. So we, we'll be trying to do it ourselves, and somebody will be jumping right in to help. So, yeah. It's, it's all good. <laughs> well, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about your website and internet marketing and, and all of that fun stuff. So, um, this is a new question we started asking this year on our podcast, but What's the average amount of time that you think you spend looking at Longhorn websites in a week? Hmm, too much. Um, well, it depends on the week. Um, sometimes, you know, it's only maybe an hour or less a week looking at, at websites and then other weeks. It, it's all consuming. Yeah. It's, it's it, surfing. Yeah. Surfing. Um, the phone battery doesn't last long enough. Uh, it's like, <laughs> because <laughs> i mean well you, you you start looking here and then you see something that leads you down this rabbit hole and the next thing you know you spent a couple Three, hours <laughs> you know and you don't know how you got to where you got but you, it just you know you just uh-huh. squirrel down yeah. so besides a good animal obviously what draws you in about websites like what will make you spend more time on one site than on another Um, information, being able to um, get some information on the animal, their uh, pedigree, being able to go back and look at their parents mm-hmm. um, and their progeny. So I can kind of get a history on an animal. Um, if I get to a website and it's the animal end of story, I can't, I can't click and look at anything. Yeah. Or- then I'm, I'm going to go off trying to research that on my own and I might not come back. Yeah. <laughs> I might find something better out there. So. Updated photos. Updated photos. Getting get into a website that doesn't look like it's been maintained is, yeah. is annoying. Um, trying to chase down pricing. I, I, you know, I want to see the price. I don't want to have to ask a gazillion questions. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, but yeah, up to date pictures is the big thing. Yes. Um, you yeah, find a 10 year old animal and it's their baby picture. It's like, it's like, no. <laughs> and that's one of the hard things on maintaining our own site is trying to make sure I've got the latest photos out there yes. um, because some of the, some of the cows don't want to be photogenic. It, they've been to the show ring. They know how to stand. And when they see that camera, they go, oh, no. Uh-uh. And they, they do their best to move their feet the wrong way. I'm not going to show, show you my udder. You get on Ever. that side, I'm going to hide my udder. <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you weren't shown. Stop that. <laughs> and they, they do it. and Or they won't. They refuse to look at you. <laughs> or, or you're being photobombed. Oh yeah, yeah. Something that you don't want in the background, mm-hmm. or they're going to go stand in a pile of poo, <laughs> you know. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. Uh, have to go chasing babies. Yes, the babies never want to have their picture made. <laughs> yeah. Well, they want to come up. They they won't stay back. They just come up, and it's like all she can get is a head and a nose. I know. Can't like, get a side view. Headshot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What about social media? What's your go-to social media for both finding new animals as well as promoting your own? It's been Facebook. Um, we try to pro- we're trying to promote more on Instagram. 
Uh -huh. um, she has the Instagram. Um, we've downloaded TikTok. Yeah, we've, we've downloaded TikTok, but I haven't really used it yet. Uh, I feel like you both would kill TikTok. You should definitely start. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. We're trying. The hardest thing is, um, is with me working and all. It, it limits the time that we can get together and, and, it, well, and I'm trying, I'm trying to create content and send it to her to be approved and, and all before I post it on Instagram or and I, on the Facebook page. And, and I can't, I, where I work, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have my phone with me. So it's only when I go out to check. So yeah, it can be late nights. Yes. So Well, it's great that you're embracing new trends. You know, a lot of folks shy away from it and will only use, you know, what they're used to. So it's great that you're willing to try it. Yep. Doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> like this, the podcast. <laughs> I know. What would you say are your favorite, your, your three favorite hired hand websites besides your own? I, I, I don't know. Um, I like going on to Lonesome Pine. You know, yeah. I mean, it's mainly people we know that we go on to their sites. Um, so we've been on EJS Longhorns and um, it's I don't think we have a favorite I mean it's because we're we're bouncing from page you know from site to site and uh, I, I see little bits and pieces that I like from theirs and then I try to do that on ours and well, I mean if you go there they got pictures for all their animals they're fairly up to date and and info I like the website. Uh -huh. If if I get there and it's just a bunch of you know words and no pictures to content to go, then I'm like, I move on. <laughs> so or or like they've posted babies on Facebook, you know, calves, and then I go to their website to go look for more information and it's not nothing, there. Nothing, yeah. I'm like, well, what happened there? Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. I really don't have. <laughs> yeah. How long has your um, your own hired hand website been live? Oh my goodness, we four four years maybe three four years because we we started. She she has developed websites for businesses, so we started off with with her trying to to do our website and maintain it and maintain it. But it was a lot of having to link to other people's websites for animals because we didn't have like a database set up right. or anything like that. And it was, it was getting out of hand and really fast. And I couldn't help. We couldn't, we couldn't both work on it. It was, you know, I'm going, Hey, you need to get this updated. Hey, you know, and she's trying to take care of, kid and the husband and you know and the and work, cows I was still and, working yeah, at still that working. time and uh so that's when we finally you know everybody was telling us how wonderful hard hand was and how easy it was and you need to do this and well, you go to we, hard hand websites and you knew where how to get to things things weren't hidden or anything exactly and I think we'd been to a hired hand um like pr promotion thing at one of one of the shows um and it was like oh my gosh that's so easy I really want to do that and so we finally said we need to do that because uh -huh. ours is out of control yes. I, I, I could not keep it updated <laughs> so so now it's nice because you know either one of us can go out there and update pictures mm -hmm. and or you know hey we Info. need to go add words you know to some of them to say you know hey expecting a baby this such and such time out of this bull, you know, so it's, it's made life better and I don't have to bitch at her as much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what I just heard is we saved a sister's relationship, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> now you can fight over other things like who has to get out and open the fence and all of that. <laughs> yes. 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 Who gets to drive the tractor? Yes. Who's going to walk through the mud right now? <laughs> 
Well, as we wrap up here, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners about your website, your breeding program, anything that we didn't cover? Um, no, I mean, we're, we consider ourselves small breeders, even though I think we, we've got but the number of cows that we, we would not be considered consider small, small. Uh, but we consider ourselves small. Um, we, um, we, we try to be honest with people. Um, what you see is what you get with us pretty much. We're, and, and we're trying to breed for the total cow, the total longhorn. We're not chasing horns. Uh, we love twist. Oh, we love twist. We, we love down swoops on those horns. Uh, we like to see some motion in those, those horns. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're not in the tip to tip race. No. Um, we're, we're just breeding for that total package. Yeah. Good um, milker, uh, feminine longhorn female, uh, a strong bull that has a great top line. Looks like he could chase cows for weeks and never get tired and not look like there is it's gonna he'll, he'll fall apart in a pasture in, in a few years we right you know, we, we're breeding for animals that have longevity mm -hmm. and and all so mm -hmm. um and we're we're enjoying this this ride and the the mm -hmm. people that we're meeting on this journey Yes. And, and all, uh, if we hadn't gotten into this, we, we wouldn't know how smart a, a Longhorn is and okay. the family dynamics and just all the great people that love this breed. Yep. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today. We really appreciate it. And we'll be sure to link uh, your URL and social handles as well as some, as some of the breeders that you mentioned in our show notes when we put the show out. Thanks, Molly. Right, thank you.